0: What's up, you bunch of rotating rhinoceroses, rotating rhinoceroses, rhinocerai? Hello, we're back, rhinoceroses, right? Hey, uh, it's uh, post-show 73, Um, I am David, Grant will be here after the bitchin' intro and music, Um, fun episode this week, we're back to our regularly scheduled programming, or at least I say that, but then we kind of realize on this episode that, like, a bunch of shows are ending so this episode we talk a lot about like a lot of penultimate episodes and then next week there's going to be a bunch of finales that we're covering it feels like everything is changing again I'm just getting back into the groove it's hard um okay what, what do we what do we talk about um Vinland Saga episode 11 of season two god it's such a good episode Mandalorian season three episode three uh controversial episode I didn't know this um uh, but I did get caught up on said controversy uh, before we talked about it. So, you know, we have a good discussion about that. Trigun uh, Stampede, episode 11. Then we do the news. Um, then we talk My Hero Academia, season 6, episode 23. Near Automata, more fun news and scheduling issues with them. And we end on the Q&A, the Instagram sensation that is sweeping the nation. Uh, you can find it on our Instagram at the at part Podcast uh... username uh, and we put it on our stories on mondays so you can send us a question we'll answer it on the show uh... when we record on tuesday nights and then you can listen to it on wednesday mornings that is how the days of the week work um, okay and at last i would like to tell you that the post show is brought to you by the comic book shop on bank street god the comic book shop on bank street i'm not re-recording the whole intro because of that They're 128 bank street <laughs> in ottawa um, you can find them on Instagram at Comic Book Shop Bank, they spell shop, S-H-O-P-P-E, the French way, and their website is thecomicbookshop.com. Hit them up, they just restocked on a bunch of figurines, a bunch of manga, um, they, have, they have comics, they have, you know, um, those uh, Gundam build kits, they've got an absurd amount of nerd things, and... Just don't kid yourself. If you're learning, if you're listening to this, you're you're directly within their demographic. That's why they're sponsoring us because they believe in the little guy. And now you should go show them some love. Okay, let them know that we sent you. All right, now Grant, you can roll the music. My apologies. Oh, hey there, Grant.
1: Hey, Dave. What's up, sugar? Hey, baby.
0: How you doing?
1: Oh, not too bad. Feeling better. I think my voice is uh, a little, at least a little bit better than it was last week. That was not a fun rewatch. So I apologize to all the listeners. Uh,
0: we had to get it in, you mm, know? Absolutely. We, mm. You manned your way through it, as they say. Mm. You were a champion.
1: Yeah, Fisherman's Friend, like it was going out of the style. Please sponsor us. I it us. <laughs> that would be a good one. How yeah. long has Fisherman Friend been along? Oh, uh, I don't know. They they taste like they've been in storage for two hundred years. So I'm going to say that even the brand That's new good. ones taste yeah. old, but they work. So I'll I'll take the musty flavor. From it. <laughs> True say. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah. Glad to be back. Better yeah. boys.
0: You sound like you're like. What do you think? Eighty five percent recovered.
1: I would say so. Yeah. About yeah. that. Yeah, I got a lingering cough still, so I'm still trying to quick on the mute. <laughs> yeah <laughs> On the mute, for sure. i was
0: like i th- remember i think i told you i I felt like 85 to 95 percent better for like three weeks it was such a pain in the ass you know when you just feel mm. slightly off mm-hmm. but yeah it feels like getting getting back to 100 percent is a bit of a pain sometimes yeah that's okay um big episode back yeah it it feels like like i mean there's just been some really big episodes that we're about to talk about this week mm-hmm. but it does feel like things are slowing down a little bit schedule
1: wise it is the end of the season coming to uh come to a close but uh, well we were talking we were talking before we recorded the i think i feel like we had this exact same conversation last season but you know i was looking at the list of shows i would at the very least like to check out not even including the ones that like we're for sure watching you know like the Mm. dean slayers the dr stones Mm -hmm. um it's massive like the season the season is huge uh a lot of lot of I don't, not a lot of original stuff it's all adaptations but uh i'm looking forward to it we'll, we'll get into that later but uh what was, i'll take the calm while we have it so. yeah what was the paradise one hell's paradise
0: hell's paradise mm-hmm. that looks big yeah. and my home hero you mentioned that my, one
1: my home hero looks pretty good um that's given very like it feels very like something we've never really watched i think which is exciting you know it's yeah. like out of the fantasy world it's very grounded um so um not maybe check that story. out yeah definitely gonna check that out there's a lot of really cool things for sure
0: failing that i have i want to check out like some more classic ones like if none of this stuff takes mm. i think i'll go back again and watch an older one like i've uh i've been thinking about um
1: monster mm. oh yeah that's the uh the, just went up on netflix recently eh? yeah have you seen it no no i haven't
0: i'm thinking about that ergo proxy and steins gate
1: did you not watch Science
0: I got like 10 in or something. Mm. And um, I can't remember why I fell off, but I hear it's great. Um, so one of those, if, if you're listening and you have seen one or any of them and, and have a favorite, let me know or let us know. Yeah, Monster's um, a
1: big one. For, I, it, when I look at my home hero, I get Monster vibes. Yeah,
0: you, so that's, that's It's funny, you're, that's why I brought it up, because you yeah. reminded me of that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Oh, yeah, there is one other thing. Um, Even though things are ending, we might have a lull, right? Like, before we get into the spring, like, you know, we don't know what we're going to cover or how often. But maybe, uh, Grant and I were just talking about doing a Weathering With You uh, movie review. Last year.
1: I love those pods we did. They were so much
0: fun. Dude, it was. We should do it again this year. Um, Whether it's a batch or just, like, random movie reviews, like, interspersed throughout the year.
1: I like the every two weeks thing that we did. I thought that was a lot of fun. It was yeah. a good way to like take a break, take it in, and then you know have enough time away from one movie to watch the next one. It was it was really fun. God,
0: yeah, check those out. if you haven't seen them. Look on our look go through you know the the discography on uh, Spotify, which I assume you are following us on uh, or Apple Music. Um, but go through the old episodes that we did a bunch in a row. We did um, Akira. What yeah. else, Grant? Um, uh,
1: Grave of the Fireflies. Your, Your name, name, and Paprika. Oh, yeah. That was oh, yeah. so good. So
0: and good. Uh, if you're looking for more, we also last week dropped uh, the Attack on Titan one-hour special review. Mm-hmm. So definitely check that out if you're a fan of uh, Attack on Titan. It's actually why we started the podcast. So, yeah. I mean, Attack on Titan is not that one special. Um, okay, I think with that, we got to get to the big guns, my friend.
1: Yeah. let's talk some uh, current anime. Villain Saga, man.
0: Season two, episode eleven.
1: There's your spoiler warning. This show is like, you know, the pot's been on the stove. For yeah, a buddy. it's starting to boil, dude. I love that. Like, it's it's uh, this is such a good episode. This even was without, even without having Thorfinn, it was really, it was a really good.
0: Episode. This was a fantastic episode. Yeah. Um, best episode of anime I've seen this week. Um, Ooh, okay, interesting. I think so. Anyway, we'll talk yeah. about that as we get yeah, in. Yeah. But um, really, really loved it. I just kept going, like, I think I just made exclamations in this yeah, sure. episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no
1: way! Because yeah. they
0: just kept dropping stuff on you.
1: Yeah. They it's all the reveals. They did a lot of fun stuff. Like, I don't think, you know, Leanne and I were talking about it. I don't think I've ever felt the office levels of embarrassment watching an anime before. Like, that whole, uh, the Omar and a Thorpin scene. Um, oh, fake like, Thorfinn, yeah, yeah, fake Thorfinn, and it was just like, wow, like this is just like a shade, of, like this is just like a side of the show they've never like really done, like you know they've, they've had comedy and all that, but I was yeah. like, this is like so embarrassing, but also tre- it treaded the line of like, oh, someone's gonna die here, you know, like there's gonna be some dire consequences it's, to this. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a fun episode.
0: It's interesting to watch them do that with Omar's character because like we see towards what the end of the episode like Canute made they may manipulate him, right? And kind yeah. of oh, use him. They certainly will. But it's funny putting his character... Yeah. like they've I just think the Vinland saga is like like to your point, they've shown a lot of different sides this season. Yeah. Like the cringy secondhand embarrassment side of Omar, they we had him being a complete dick at first. He was just yeah. a straight up bully. And like I'm positive we're gonna watch this guy die at some
1: point. Yeah. Now um, I I looking back to a few weeks ago I was talking of like when when is this dude gonna fall on a blade, and I think, yeah. you know, like, you know, his, whether he's the one who, cause the thing too, like, he might make it out, cause like, you know, like the, what do they call it, like the idiots, uh, and like an idiot savant, like, you know, he could like, make it out in the end, but like, what he has done could cause like, so many, so mm-hmm. many other people's lives to be forfeit, you know, so it's, Omar... He's one to watch, for sure, obviously, like, because now he's a big part of, like, the plot progression. He's going to be used as, like, a narrative device for Knut's mm-hmm. machinations. So, yeah, I mean, it was such a loaded episode with a lot of these, like, very light, you know, fluffy moments, you know, and kind of warm, nostalgic but, moments, too.
0: But a really fun, mm-hmm. like, connecting the dots episode. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, there's something yeah. so satisfying. About, God, there has to be a word for this. Maybe you know it. Like for a story that is structured in like two parts or like two opposing Mm. perspectives. You know what I mean? Like what they're doing right now is they're like showing Thorfinn's side of the story and then Canute's and like, they're slowly but surely going to intertwine. Right. Yeah. I like, I remember game of Thrones, let's say like season four or five where like eventually Tyrion meets, um, Daenerys, let's say, Mm. or like finally Jon Snow and Daenerys meet, you know what I mean? Like, Sure. These big anticipated moments. Like, I know these characters will collide. How's yeah. it going to happen? And I really thought for a second here, like, when they found Leaf, that they were just going to, like, miss him. You know what I mean? They were going to... Yeah. Why yes. would he think to ask about Thorfinn? You know what I mean? Um, it was... It I was love really,
1: that. I'm sure... I'm sure you could argue that that was a little disjointed. Like, the this, the the table scene, right? Where, you know, yeah. the kettle and Leaf are er, going back and forth. Um, but you know it was it was like like the show hasn't gone full dread and despair yet yeah but like there's inklings of it right and oh, yeah. it kind of felt not like an earned moment but it was like oh this is actually kind of nice to have like to know like to know that like there's a chance for leaf to you know because leaf has clearly been struggling in his own way all these mm-hmm. years or yeah like years at this point yeah it's been years um so, you know, it's it's good to see, like, a win for one of the good guys. Like, you know, cause we see Thorfinn, we see Einar going through their, you know, like, their tribulations. But, like, at the end of the day, like, they are still slaves, even though they are so close to not being that. Um, but, I don't know, it was just nice to see, like, kind of a win. Or, like, a, like to see hope in a character. Oh, I totally um, agree. Yeah, it was, I don't know, I, I really dug it. It's whole, like... it's one step closer. <clears throat> yes, yeah. And I do think, I'm not 100% sure Kettle is going to die, uh, now, I was convinced last episode, like, you know, he was getting killed at yelling. You know, we, we, there's still so much more could happen while he's there. Um, but, you know, I think there might be a chance he does make his way back. You know, like, clearly, like, just because they're going to take the land doesn't mean he wouldn't necessarily still, like, be the one to maintain it. Yeah. You know, so it's, he could make it out alive. um, Or they don't, and he uses Omar to be the one to, like, run the farm, <coughs> farm for him, right?
0: yeah it, you know it's interesting like you you have to assume there's probably going to be bloodshed when yeah um when a military force requisitions your land but yeah i don't know that was a great reveal though at the end like can you yeah. declaring his plan because mm-hmm. i i think they they could have drawn this out more but i think they really wanted the viewer to be like what like, what's going to bring these, like, what's going to happen? Because Kettle's yeah. there, he met Canute, even that was such a fun scene, him getting the meeting was a fun scene, like, it just started flying, like, holy shit, they're, they're going to meet, like, it's going to happen.
1: If there was, if there was one thing that, it, it, it's, I can hardly call it a nitpick, but like, I don't think they needed to have the scene of, because there's, you know, the whole, you know, the set piece of uh, Canute battling with wealth, or they mm. like, do the training or whatever, and you know, like, you know, that was cool in its own way, and then you have Gunner in the background, like, he clearly has these plans, and then when he when he links back up Canute, and he's like, you know, I've got what you're looking for, and it, I did find it a little weird that, like, they called out Kettle, like, oh, this is, like, the obvious one to pick for requisition, and then, uh, you know, he, then he was, happens to be there, right? Right. I feel like it would have been enough for them to be like, you know, they're trying to, like, shoot, like, we have all these farmers, like, who do we re- requisition mm. from? It, like, and then he, he shows up too? anyway. And then he shows up and, like, oh, well, this kind of works out. And then I feel like the Omar thing and using him as a pawn would have been a little more potent if they hadn't already, like, loaded in Kettle's farm as, like, the goal anyways. Like yeah. Said, it's It seems it a seems little, little bit picky. A like, 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 one too many. It, it, I think it would have been fine. I would have had no issue of, like kettle had just fallen into their lap of like oh well here we go like you know omar is going to be able like this makes the most sense but like mm-hmm. to have it like front loaded to begin with it just seemed like a little too much but uh, other than that like it, that was just the one thing that stuck out to me it was like I, I don't think you needed that it wasn't bad yeah. it was like you're what you're trying to tell is going to happen anyways so it's, yeah but uh not slightly too much there. foreshadowing for grant it sounds like it's like, but like, is it even foreshadowed Like when like the following scene sets it up, you know? Like, yeah, 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 like, yeah. You know, a like, little bit of all like, once. Last episode, or even two ago, and they're like yeah. looking into like getting into the financial woes. But there's a all lot right. they have to get out of the way with Canute, right? Yeah. So, all
0: right, yeah. We're we're kicking a dead horse, but I, I understand your point. Um, no,
1: I love the episodes.
0: Yeah, no, me too. I will say to your point about the sparring scene, you got to admit. Distracting
1: him, throwing the shield—total Askeladd move. Well, yeah, he probably saw that one, did? Because I don't think Askeladd did that in that final scene, right? Like, because he kind of just like went in, like fully, like. But like the thing about that, it really showed Knut's true colors of like he's kind of—he's conniving, he's maniacal, he's manipulative, manipul- but like manip- yeah I don't know. It just—it's
0: how Askeladd killed Thor's. It was he's... dirty. He's...
1: No, it it was dirty, but like it's funny. The thing that like really stuck out to me is like he is one to like proclaim like, not holier than now, but like he's very like serene of a person. Like you know you know what yeah. I mean. So like for it's like you feel like he did that, and then he was kind of like, gotcha. You know, it's like well, <laughs> you know, like it, that was like a dirty trick. But like he acts like that wasn't a dirty trick, and it's kind of goes to show right. that like everything he is doing he really thinks he's above it all, you know, and I think, you know, it really, he's really setting himself up to be, like, this very big villainous character, you know, like, it's, like, he's to a point where you're not really going to be able to see his side much.
0: Right, you I know? mean, like, yeah. You know, look
1: at Asgard; you could see both sides. Canute is now getting to a point where, like, there really isn't much to, like, kind of dissect, well, you know, dissect it, you know.
0: Yes and no. It, it kind of works both ways, though, right? Like, when we meet Ascalad and we see him kill Thor's by manipulating him and using his son as his weakness, I think everybody disliked that. You, sure. you, you, you learned to appreciate Ascalad's perspective, like, way later on. Like, throughout an entire season of character growth. Canute just seems cold, right? Like, because he also killed his own brother by poisoning last episode. And, but that's what I'm saying. It's interesting to yeah. see
1: him, like, to see the turn happening with him. You know, yeah. like we we did, you know, like you said with Asgard, we know he was like a bastard, and he slowly unwound. Like we're seeing it almost in reverse. Yeah, know? exactly. You know, like we saw, we had the innocent Canute already, and you know, to a certain extent, you know, we had some good character development with him in the previous season. But I don't know. Just, it, I'm really excited to like where he, that point where he's going to like snap, or like he's going to be like the villain because he's like not the villain yet, even though he is. For the antagonist, you know? Like yeah. I think there's I think there's a couple of really cool moments probably coming down the pipe for, for him as like to hate him more. Yeah. But uh yeah. I also I also think that
0: and this is probably not a hot take because it's probably obvious, but it it just seems like this is gonna become Thorfinn and Canute's story of them like trending in opposite directions and mm. potentially colliding. Sure. In some way. Both boys Kind of in a way abducted by Askeladd, both of them saw terrible things and then radically changed their characters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And as Thorfinn's like tr- like becoming a person, right? You sent that you sent me that great picture on Instagram of like where Thorfinn's mind has been this season, mm-hmm. and it's you know eventually he grows up a little bit. He's got the beard now. He's smiling. He's more human now than ever with Einar yeah. by his side. That he's close to freedom, and then Askeladd has killed. Two kings, his own brother, and he's gonna <laughs> take a farm away from one of his own citizens.
1: Canute, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Canute. Uh, that's yeah. what I meant.
0: <clears throat> so it's uh, it's very interesting. That's like they're just I don't know. They're really laying it on thick lately, and I'm loving it. Yeah, so good. Okay. Um, I think what I think Kettle or one of the guys had a good quote that I wrote down because I think later we have a good Q and A on quotes. It's uh, the more cowardly a man, the less predictable his behavior. Mm, I think wealth, could've... yeah. The
1: uh, yeah. Kettle Son said that. Kettle Son, yeah, that was good. Yeah, when he was uh, given uh, Omar grief after yeah. it. that was so. Embarrassing. I look, the guys are going to give me the gears for for months. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Want to talk some uh, Mandalorian?
0: Yeah, let's talk some Mandalorian. So, did you find this episode controversial? Season three, episode yeah, three. I
1: yeah, I didn't like it.
0: Yeah, so it. Uh, I watched it. And I definitely came out of it with, like, oh, that was, like, a very different episode. Yeah. And then I looked online. Only this morning. I only saw it this morning, and, like, now the next episode's due. But, um,
1: yeah, apparently this one, highly disliked. So, obviously, that we're going to unpack that right now. But, like, the interesting thing is, last week, we were talking about how, like, you know, Andor is its own thing. And, you know, yeah. You know, that's in its corner. And you know, like Mandalorian is, does its thing, and a lot of people, it, it, I find it so funny. Everyone's like pointing, at like, "Oh, like this is like the Andor episode," and I, I do understand what people are saying with that. Is Andor like this? Oh no, it's not. So, okay, in tone, no, but in opening up the space to different stories being told, yes. Hmm. So, like you know, like the. Um, you know, it's just, they kind of put a lens on other spots of the galaxy, and other types of people, and other parts of, like, the Empire, and or, you know, the Rebels, like, that we haven't, not that we haven't seen, just, like, you just haven't had as much time with them. Yeah, And, you know, like, all the stuff with Doctor, uh, is it Shelling? Um, the, anyways, the, 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 uh, the Amnesty Doctor there from, you know, the previous seasons, and then mm. the other, you know, the, the other girl, um also was like served under Moff Gideon you know like that was I don't know it just tonally it felt a little like not super coherent like a lot of jokes like because Leanne had seen the episode before me and she was like yeah like there's like a couple lines so like I'm really curious to see like your face when you Hmm. hear them and like she couldn't contain herself with some like the really bad puns and jokes and all that yeah and like Star Wars has done that but it was I don't know like the Mando stuff, awesome! Like that, that that opening sequence of like them just throwing down with like the the tie interceptors, yeah, you know, dope is dope I ever smoked. You know that <laughs> that, was, that was some good stuff. But like that was such. I think it was cold open yeah. on that too. It was so good. Yeah, yeah, it was so. You know, it was like seven minutes in, and then you got like the boom, like you know, yeah. title card. And yeah. you know, that's how you do some Star Wars. Like, yeah, not, not to say the stuff in the middle is bad. Like lore wise, very cool. Like I really like the concept of you know, like, history is kind of repeating itself a little bit, like, you know, the way the Empire belittled the people of the, you know, of, you know, under the Empire, like, giving them, like, name, like, taking away their names, giving them, like, designations, very similar to how the clones were treated, you know, like, towards the end, like, where, you know, they're like, no, 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 like, you can't use that nickname anymore, like, you have to use, like, your call sign, Yeah. like, assigned to you, and, you know, it's, it's very, very interesting, and I understand what they're going for, but, like, the characters they chose to tell these stories around just, I found their chemistry incredibly lame. Uh, or like not real. Um, more so her. I just didn't get it. Like you could see it a mile away that she was a villain and this yeah. guy was like walking into a trap. I don't know. It's, it, it just, I don't know. It just, it, it wasn't very subtle. And I think, you know, it's, it, it's hard. Again, it's hard to compare. But Andor did this kind of thing so well, and for them to like take a swing at it. But again, they are trying. You got to give props to like you know the different creators of the shows to kind of experiment, go their wheelhouse. Yeah. Experiment, go out their wheelhouse. Yeah. So like, don't it stay was safe. Nice to see, you know, and like, there's the, the scene with, um, you know, when they're on like call. There's like out on the town or whatever, and they had like the horrible CGI ice cream um which didn't love that uh or oh, like was, the glowing like the like, glowing yeah, yeah or whatever but like the whole bit of like oh yeah like this is like the height there's that rock and it's like yeah highest, yeah that was like such cool lore you know like this is the highest peak on Coruscant, like of the of, of the actual planet not like the cityscape yeah you know, like little stuff like that i was like oh fucking God, i love star Wars. like i love when they do stuff like that yeah little things you know but uh i don't know and then you know the ending stuff was, was pretty great too like the bombing of uh of uh um Bo-Katan's temple, or house there that was oh yes yeah. cool.
0: so I almost yeah. forgot about that yeah, yeah 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 I forgot that we got more of
1: dead <clears throat> at the end there but uh but yeah so I think uh, and that had some like pretty interesting uh the kind of like I I think that's just like setting up Moff Gideon coming back um because I was like <laughs> right. he was the one who bombed Mandalore right and you know, again, her her home got bombed again. So it's it's interesting to see that like it's kind of like his trademark is kind of c- coming back. People are convinced it's Thrawn, and this is their way of teasing the Ahsoka show. It could be, but I, I don't I don't really see why Thrawn would be doing that specifically. So, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's like again, every week I just want more, man. Like I really enjoy yeah. it. Like when it's great, it's great. And you know, it's not. It's it's not. But uh, how did you feel about that middle portion? Because it was like 40 minutes, right? It was like, like yeah,
0: it was like yeah, the majority awful. of the episode. I, I also remember like tuning in, being like, oh, let me, I was catching up on stuff. And I was like, oh, I'll get this in because they, they've been shorter lately. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, this is a full hour.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so I love the cold intro or the cold open. I loved all that stuff with the, you know, fighting the TIE fighters and all that. But yeah, the, the meat of the episode. Um, I, a slightly different take. So I liked it more mm. than I disliked it. Sure. Um, that comes down to a couple things for me. I'm realizing... and Man, I'm really... I don't think you and I ever talked about this, actually. I got into so many arguments about this with people at work. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, about the new trilogy. Mm. Um, you know, there's a ton of lore, right? Between episodes yeah. six and seven, right? Sure. Um, and... I remember being irritable that, like, they made a lot of these anime shows and comics, like, canon. And that the movies didn't spell it out a little more. Um, Like, Palpatine coming back, for example, is, Mm -hmm. like, literally nonsensical in the movies. And now there's, like, oh, but it actually all makes sense if you read all these fucking books.
1: Oh, I see what you're saying. And I remember
0: being, like, that's stupid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I remember being really curious about this like like i just didn't feel like the movies ever did a good job of explaining what went wrong with the new republic and like why did just the like, first order now come back it was
1: just like it's just the state
0: yeah it's just yeah. like okay so it's bad guys again it's like wait yeah. what but luke's still around what i don't understand mm. and where did Snow come from and why like i always just thought that was so poorly done i was really waiting for a period of one of the movies to be like like I thought they were gonna do it, like how they did, you know, they they explained Darth Vader's origins at last. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah. I thought they were gonna eventually be like, here's where it all it all went wrong, and like that's not what they did at all. What they did instead is like they jammed everything into all this canon it's shit, just
1: more and more and more that and
0: more is like more outside of the actual yeah. movies. So all of that to say, as like pr- you know, quote, premiere TV, the Mandalorian being like the biggest Star Wars thing right now. I was excited to see them, like, openly explore more of, like, the actual, um, the political conditions of people coming from the Empire. You know, I found that stuff to be interesting. Yes. And there's a ton of lore on that, right? And you know it, but Mm -hmm. I've just never seen it, you know what I mean? Because I haven't seen any of these shows. Um, So I was very, I was like, oh, I guess that makes sense that there'd be, like, an amnesty program and... I was like, "Oh man, this is getting kind of metal." They're talking about like rehabilit or reintegration training. Like, I don't like. i you know, it makes sense that all that stuff existed. I had no idea. So, like for me, this was like really brightening the whole lore that I've missed on. If that makes sense.
1: One hundred percent. But I think what the difference between like, you know, all the like the Clone Wars and Rebel, like that's all, and even Andor, that's all like the before stuff. Yeah, like, this is the first real time we are outside of the new trilogy that we are seeing this okay you're right the books is probably specifically like the the canon novels that would be where the most like modern stuff is probably hidden and again even like i don't read all of that um that's you know that's like its own specific like you know focused market but like this is kind of the first time we're seeing this this is the mandalorian itself is like the the bridge between you know six and seven yeah so you know we have been trickle fed this stuff a little and like i said the core of it all i do love that i I think it was the performances that really
0: well yeah so like to to comment on that part um so i loved i loved okay i guess the short version is i love the world building and i i like taking a little trip to politics like i will admit disjointed episode like sandwiching this between mando doing mando things and then just having like 40 minutes of like space politics is a little weird it doesn't Mm. it doesn't exactly flow (laughs) to say uh to say it you know to say the least super fun to be back on Coruscant um but yeah the performance um yeah mostly by the girl whose name I forget um but that could have been the direction she was given or it was was, maybe she was written that way but but you're right the chemistry was off
1: and it wasn't even hurt, Like that whole group of like, "Hey there, I'm 34. Like, come join the table." That was like, good. Every single one of those people was like, "Wow, like you guys all like are overdoing this." They like, they it, were going really very big. Yeah, I felt very distant. It, it didn't feel real.
0: They felt like you NPCs. Know?
1: Yeah, they really did. Yeah, um, even like the first guy, he's like, "Oh, I didn't know you served under Moff Gideon," and I was like, my eyes like rolled into the back of my head. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, "Come on," but uh, yeah,
0: I, that stuff was rough. But dude, I mean the lobotomy, lobotomizing him. Holy hell yeah that I didn't see that coming on Mandalorian. I was like really no. we're
1: going in, huh? But like they were even too like oh yeah, like I heard like you know they got mind flayers and I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? Like actually what are they talking about? And then like you know of course at the end of the episode we see it in action yeah and uh like it's you can tell it's like this you know kind of like boogeyman amongst like all the embassy members right like yeah Yeah. stay out of line like you're gonna meet the mind flare yeah yeah it shows like how how much like the republic hasn't changed how much yeah (laughs) sir how much the the republic hasn't
0: like
1: coming out of the empire into the new republic like there's still like a lot of growing pains right so it's
0: i don't know what's your understanding of what went wrong like Like, is it basically just that, like, we overthrew the Empire and then, like, we encountered the same
1: issues? Like, absolute power corrupts us? Like, what happened? I will say, like, that's my, probably my biggest blind spot is, like, the post-Episode 6 stuff.
0: And Uh, I just
1: can't believe they didn't invest more heavily in tying these stories together. I think, like, I think this could be, like, I don't think this episode was a backdoor pilot by any means um but but i think this yeah this could very well be them testing the waters of like getting you know i think maybe they saw the success of andor and people like were into the subterfuge and the politics and like you know the 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 changing of the times element of the show or like you're you know making a change um they could be trying to do that in the more in the modern storyline uh, or the more modern times, which I would be super into. That's um, the thing is like, but they have to get like, they have, it, it's just, it's so all over the place, you know, like this, the stuff that's like really working history wise in the Mandalorian is the stuff that's already been told. Like the stuff that people have experiences with, like Bo-Katan and, you know, like the Ahsoka, like stuff that is all like the pre-prequel like yeah, yeah. era, it fits in perfectly because, it has been given all the time. It has been given all the backstories and the politics and, and, and this and that. It's like they're... It kind of feels like they're jumping ahead a little bit. Yeah. You know? Like there's not just... there's just Something is missing. <laughs> they need to figure out... Still have time. They might still have time to flesh this out. Like I don't think this is like a one and done story. No, no. Season. So, you know, there's definitely room. And I, I look forward to it. I just you know, it's, it's, it's hard, you know, the problem is, you know, you and I watch so much stuff and you see so many amazing performances and you just kind of see something like this. You're like, whoa, <laughs> That <laughs> like, that's, you
0: know. make actually a really good point. Yeah. Like, um, and this isn't us tapping ourselves on the back saying we only watch like premier TV. It's no, it's the opposite. It just feels like the, the quality has just risen so much. Like the bar yeah. is just continues to be higher for individual performances. And if you're not nailing it, and you put in even something just barely under par, like everyone's gonna pick it up. Yeah. And that's not just on you know, that's not necessarily just on the performer too, right? It's it takes a village to make one of these fucking episodes. Direction, the writing to your point, right? Some of these dialogue some of the dialogue was tough.
1: Look at the problem some of the problems OB One had, where, you know, yep. like the, it was just not enough time was given to really make a lot of these relationships or you know, yeah. associations re- realistic it was and, a
0: half of two shows instead of
1: an old show it's it's think, its own show i think this is just a repeat of that in, yeah you know but again maybe it's recency bias because we will be one is still so fresh on our minds but i don't know like i said i you know like i'm not shitting on the show it's just it, it, it was just we spent so much time with these characters we didn't really know yeah, and it's like okay, like and you try to get to, I don't know, anyways, it's uh, I feel like we're we're just kind of like really yeah. we're kicking a dead horse, but I don't know. I'm excited for tomorrow's episode and the rest of the season. I'm
0: yeah, sure. I want to I want to see more. I just I, I, Okay, this is the last thing is I just think it's still mind-boggling to me how weird the sequel trilogy went. Like Yeah. <laughs> like with Mandalorian being as good as it is and you know having like like talking about it so much and there's just always Star Wars news. Yeah. Like I think the the biggest news is always that the studio that bought the right that bought the rights totally flubbed on the execution. Like it's just the mm-hmm. weirdest thing. It it's so weird. You know what I mean?
1: You know, and that's the thing too. Like I like Force Awakens a lot. I oh yeah, a good You know, like there's it was like a repeat of a story, obviously. Um, yeah, which you know. It, that is what it is but like but there's reasons
0: right like it yeah it, you know there's so much going on like i you you get one movie to restart and i think that's fine mm. but it was just everything else and it like it's not like a shitting on one movie thing it's just that the thought process from the studio is what's most most perplexing
1: phenomenal set pieces though they're each of course each one absolutely had at least like two or three like gorgeous incredible incredible set pieces and beautiful films Not saying that's like the only thing you need in a Star Wars movie, like the story doesn't matter because it's like you know again we're sitting here talking about the lore of like you know the Coruscant and all this and that you but like I don't know it's just I think they had some some benefits to them like I'm like that opening scene of Rise of Skywalker of Kylo Ren like hunting down the Emperor. And, like, on oh, that I like yeah. dog hunt, I remember being, like, blown away in the theater. I was like, this looks awesome. You know? Yeah. What, what's happening, I don't fully understand, but, like, it looks great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. It, yeah. And I've told you this before, but Adam Driver is on pain meds for the rest of his life. Because <laughs> he was carrying those movies so hard. Um, uh, all right, got to move forward. Trigon, Stampede. We've missed a couple episodes. So good. we watched, like, I watched 9, 10, 11. Which is like a big run.
1: Oh, that's a good here yeah. for a weekend. Yeah, yeah,
0: I gotta give it up real quick to episode nine because I I really loved um, the it's basically a million knives flashback and Vash flashback episode. Oh,
1: is that that's the one where uh, Vash like, comes to the lab and like they find him and like, he slowly grows up with them.
0: Yeah, like, uh, that the a, might oh, have that been eight? a couple before. That was like maybe oh, okay. eight, but this is the one where we yeah he comes back to them. Oh, and that's, 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 it's revealed that they've been like uh, hyper sleeping. What the hell is it? Cryo sleeping. Yeah. Um. And that you know. So they confirm a couple things that Vash has known them for over 150 years. Mm-hmm. So he's old AF. Um. Meryl and the journalist dude are abducted by one of the worms in that episode. Um. Oh, and we see Vash get his brother. Uh, Vash gets his uh, arm cut off by his brother. Mm. So that, like all that happened. And, and then uh, 10 and 11 are kind of companion episodes, right, where it's all action and it's this confrontation between Million Knives and his doctor and worm friend, and then, like, Vash, Meryl, Nicholas, and the old guy, the inventor, who dies.
1: Spoiler hmm. warning. Spoiler warning. <laughs> that was last
0: week, anyway. Give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, what, 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 do you, what did you think of this run?
1: Oh, Dave. Um... It's, it's so funny. Like, you know, I'm so glad that I, I'm just, I'm so happy that I saw what I saw in those first few episodes because like, I really didn't like them. You know, you and I both did not like those first few episodes, yeah. but there was, there was some very cool, interesting things that they were doing and it did, it genuinely won me over. It's not like, you know, like I'm still feeling like that. I, I actually like, I once the story kind of like focused in a little bit, like the beginning of the season for sure has a problem in like getting, yeah you know, <clears throat> they're definitely the weakest episodes by, by like a huge margin. But yeah. like when the story really focuses in, especially this past, these past two episodes, it, it's, it's a, I think it's some of the best thing I've watched this season by far. Um, like I'm really enjoying, enjoying Vinland Saga, but I look forward to Trigon the most each week now. Interesting. Especially the past few episodes. Um, you know, and like, I have, specifically about the most recent episode, but I have a pet peeve in, um, in animation, video games, movies, I hate a poorly done dream sequence. <laughs> like, I think, cause a lot of the time it just jots down to like, oh, like it's, It's crazy, it's kooky, it's all over the place, like, you don't have, like, full control of your... I think it's on top of my mind, because I was playing a game this week, uh, Atomic Heart, which had, like, truly horrendous, like, dream sequences, or, like, in a trance sequence, and it was just, like, lazy, lazy, lazy. I beat the game, was upset and bitter, and then I saw episode 11, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is what I'm talking about, like, everything is you know, it's clear and concise and you can see what they're trying to do. Like, it is, you know, it's lots of effects and they're, it's getting kind of a little crazy and whatnot, but like, it's coherent throughout. Like, I understand what they're trying to get across image-wise. Yeah. You know, the imagery and, and narrative and it still fits into like the fact that, you know, like he's hallucinating or, you know, slowly being overtaken or synchronized with a with, with million knives and it's just like, I, I, it was just like a big boon for me because I did such a big pet peeve of mine in, 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 uh, in storytelling and I think they nailed it nailed all that and like him breaking down all these key moments with million knives and 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 the smugness of million knives like the way he's like kind of like just dominating him was like wow this guy is evil you know but you can see like the good that he thinks he's doing at the same time it's such a good villain very interesting lore
0: they've got about this whole other dimension the gate all this other stuff very interesting take on Mm. it um you know what you've made me realize, and I think, I don't know if you're going to hate this take, but I think I have, <laughs> you were, I was listening to you talk about everything that you liked about this episode, and I think it yeah. dawned on me, my definitive take on Trigon Stampede. Would you, do you want to hear it? Absolutely, Dave. Trigon Stampede is the inverse Demon Slayer. Oh. So Demon Slayer is a good Shonen.
1: Okay, all right. Okay, let me... Yeah, wait, let me... Let It's for
0: the audience, too. Let me spell it out. Demon Slayer is a good shounen that is really carried and boosted to greater heights because it's executed so fantastically in its animation. I'm not one of these people who's like, oh, it's mid... It would be a bad show if it weren't for its animation. I'm not saying that at all. I think it's a good show that's made fantastic by its animation. Yes. I think Trigun Stampede is a good show in spite of its poor animation. (laughs) I think if it's animation was on like I don't like a god imagine you you did trigun stampede sure
1: okay yeah yeah
0: I think if it was like or even just something more um even just something more like standard like 2D animation like the people do in Nier Automata for example and we're going to talk about that but like even just like in a different style without this look it would be bigger do You
1: still find your hung up on on the visuals Oh yeah it's, it's hard I, to look I, at. I fully, like... I don't even think about it anymore. Genuinely. And not like, do yeah. I say, like... I understand that, like, it, it is what it is. But, like, I, I actually... I think the more time I spent with it, maybe it's just me adjusting to... Because maybe, maybe it was, like, just too uncanny valley right off the bat. And it was maybe, like, you know, just... Because, you know, you watch so much stuff that has such a similar design to watch something like this that is kind of like an in-between. Yeah. Like, there was a moment in this episode, too, uh, that, like, where they clearly, it was like a 2D face shot. Yeah. And it cuts back to them and into 3D. And I was like, oh, I, it really, like, kinda really jarring, kind of... A little jarring, yeah. But, um, I don't know, it's... I guess, like, I, a, I, like... See, I see what you're saying. Um, I think... Yeah, I don't know. I just think it would
0: be bigger. Like, I I see people on the uh, anime subreddit every week being like, how is this not a bigger show? And then there's always, like, one of the top five comments is, like, this is still so hard to look at. Or, like, I'm still getting past the animation. I just think that if it was more standard and I get, like, Studio Orange is great... But I I do think if it was, like, less radical and they didn't make this decision, it would be a much bigger show. Because, like, the quality is really... Well, I don't know about really high, but it's legit high.
1: This show should be bigger than what it is. Does that make sense? My my counterpoint is, I don't think the story is so much to write home about that having a standard animation style would make it better. Interesting. Okay. I think them doing this 3D thing, as different and jarring as to people, is a unique... Visual take enough to take a, a a somewhat standard story, a re not a rehash, but like a retelling of the original. Yeah, reimagining. And, I say. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Like it's, you know, this could be something you and I can go back and forth on. It's. It, I'm not saying like I'm like fully invested. I think this is the best looking thing, and like everyone is wrong for not getting it like on off the go because yeah. I do think it it can still be jarring But well, I think yeah, I think I like know, you I, said. Sorry, go ahead. I, I don't know. I just I think it's just unique enough that yeah. it all kind of complements itself a little better if it, if it was just a standard animation. So,
0: I think to your point earlier, having a couple of really weak episodes to start the sh- series, oh, was so um, good on good. top of like this weird controversial animation choice, um, probably didn't help them. Yeah, right. Because oh. these last three episodes that we just mentioned are
1: by are maybe some of the best of the series so far. But it's also payoff episodes for yeah. the lore that we've been trying to, like, we've been trying to sniff out this yeah. whole season. So it could be that. Like I said, I'm not, these aren't groundbreaking episodes by any means, but, like, I think we have waited just long enough for them to be here, you know? Like, it, it feels like an earned penultimate episode. Yeah. Is if this penultimate? Sense. It is, yeah.
0: Oh, wow. It's over next yeah. week. It is this over too. next week. Yep. Holy hell. We're just yeah. dropping, like, flags. Tell me, Vinland's still going, though, right?
1: I believe that's like a full. Uh, it better be. Episode yeah, better you know, be. Yeah. No, that it would make no sense for that to end next or next week. Yeah.
0: Imagine though, it's like a core, and there's like a four month delay. <clears throat> oh.
1: <laughs> like every other show. Yeah, okay. there's actually, not too many shows that have done that lately. All right. But, uh, yeah. News um.
0: Feed. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk some news feed. Um. I I want to break this one, Grant. I, I'll do the DCU stuff, and you, you can uh, you can do the back half, but. Um. Okay, so DC News... news <laughs> DC Universe News. Um, so first off, uh, James Gunn is confirmed to be directing the Superman uh, movie. Coming July 2025. Um, and no one was shocked. <laughs> and no one was shocked. It is a big deal because he has mm-hmm. talked publicly about turning it down um, s- several times years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, as part of this whole co-CEO of the new fucking whatever, the new DC universe, um, he's, you know, they're planning movies. He himself is one of the people who made the decision to get rid of Henry Cavill. Mm -hmm. Um, and then he ended up being the one to write the sequel. Um, and then, you know, it was clear that DC wanted him to direct. He had yet to commit. It really feels to me like he may not have wanted to do this one. Mm. Or he was... Because he put out a statement saying, like, I really don't take this lightly. I'm about to give it two years of my life. Mm. You know? And it's a movie he's already turned down. And Anyway, I, this feels like a big deal. Um, you want the hot take? Yeah. This is the first stinker of James Gunn's stu- superhero career. Ooh. Here's a hot take. Um, tag me. July 2025. Come back here. See how I did. <laughs> um, but um, I just think that his superhero movies that he's done yeah are not superman movies at all Mm -hmm. and like he is amazing at um bringing like r-rated humor to like pg audiences sometimes but it's all comedy and action chops and that's just not i just haven't seen him do something like a superman movie
1: does that make sense no, like, you, if you look at any of his, just, just you know, like, his filmography, like... Peacemaker, is, dude, like, anything. Well, peacemaker. Suicide like, Squad. You know, Super, Slither, you know, like, all, like, his... All the Guardians movies. All the It's, it's horror, it's comedy, it's, sci, you know, it's sci-fi. Like, you're not saying you can't do it. Like, you know, everyone should, like, rise up to an occasion. There's just... <laughs> I don't know. It was weird, because, like, you had sent the link to me you know with you know when it was announced and then you know he was floating around on twitter like he he did this thing where um he's been like so against it so against it so against it and you know like it, it just it seemed very like emotionally manipulative where he was saying how like he didn't realize the release date is like his father's birthday i saw and that it was like this thing back and forth this brother and all that he's like you know like and i cried and it's like it, it just seems like you're already trying to like market this thing as like a it just seems like it feels like now like it's trying to sell it to people yeah which is, comes off as like this is the old dc stuff this is what you guys used to do and you guys are trying to change all this and i don't know, i i like again i'm not trying to be a cynic but it's like i am so out on all this dc stuff like i i, I don't like it's it just feels like they're already getting it. and marvel's the same way right now i'm not taking what they're doing so
0: it's, yeah uh, it's it's interesting to watch these companies navigate these waters just as audiences are really, like, showing their fatigue. Yeah. Um, and he's trying to start the next 10 years of this. Like, I don't... I'm just... I'm very curious to see how all this lands. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Spe- okay, so semi-related, as you know, like, as, as if you're listening to this, you probably know, like, Ben Affleck has had, like, a huge up and down with, with Warner Brothers and with DC over the last several years, right? He did Batman reception wasn't great um he eventually like kind of fought his way out of that then they brought him back and he was he was there were tons of rumors that were kind of well credited that he was pissed about how everything that turned out how everything mm. turned out right same with him, fucking you know jared leto um a lot of people felt like they didn't get their fair shake henry Cavill included um so then ben affleck said okay well, i'm gonna do my own batman movie right direct star And then piece by piece, he would like, he fell off. He's like, no, now I'm actually going to get someone else to direct it. And that ended up being the Batman movie. And then I'm not going to write it. I'm just going to focus on the performance. And uh, you know what? I'm just going to not do it because I'm not going to do the DCU anymore. Um, And then James Gunn had put out that he was, he had spoke with Ben and was hopeful that Ben would direct a movie. And Ben came out like firing uh, in some interview this week being like, absolutely not. I am not interested in what they're doing over there. I don't want to be part of the DC gun universe. Uh, that is wild to me. And said something like, the way they're doing it um, is just not something I'm interested in. <laughs> so it sounds like he had a conversation. Because there's all this press lead up to it, right? Like, they're, it's all very public. And it's, uh, I don't know, maybe if you're Ben and you got this, you had this experience with Batman... Like, and do you want to go through that again as a director? Like, where you're yeah. kind of beholden to a universe? Like, he probably just wanted to do a The Batman movie, right? Yeah. Like, I think that's what they all want. Everyone wants... Give me a three-hour character piece that has no ties to franchise yeah. and no obligations to um, this universe you're building. I think that's, like, the dream.
1: Yeah, well, just, yeah, look how Matt Reeves The Batman. Like, you know, it was... It was great, you know, it was just, like, it was, it was nice for it to just be a part of everything, and maybe yeah. they should just go back to that, like, everyone's got their own roles, like, you know, pre, like, Marvel really kicking off, like, it was just nice to have, like, yeah. an Iron Man movie, you know, like, the the world at large hadn't fully, like, gotten warped into it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, so, Denzel Washington has joined the Gladiator sequel. Pass. Uh, no, dude. In. <laughs> so, dude, I'm Denzel. In, what is this, 20 so, years. Since the uh, yeah actually uh, no it'd be twenty three years yeah two thousand the first one came out good movie For the original Looking fantastic movie but Denzel he, he doesn't miss very often so if he sees something I'm in how old is Denzel oh he's probably in his sixties he's sure. he
0: yeah I was gonna say he's gonna play the old guy right like it was um God Richard Harris was so great in that movie mm. um he could be the villain he could be like yeah I feel like a like a mean politician, or or maybe like a. I don't know. I can't remember the actress name who was Russell Crowe's like the owner because Crowe became a slave, right? Oh, yes. Like, remember his like the guy who gave him the sword and the armor. Yeah, yeah, Shadows yeah. and dust, Maximus. That guy was so God, badass.
1: Man, I need to rewatch.
0: Maybe it needs to be that guy. Uh, anyway, uh, yes, um, definitely worth a rewatch.
1: What, you think if are like doing like a remake of Remember the Titans? But no, 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 no. I would Gladiator, that would be cool. <laughs> you know, Denzel Just... bringing together all the Gladiators together. I mean, <laughs> why can't they do that? Yeah, that would be pretty great. Uh, so the Daniels, uh, you know, Daniel Shiner, and Quan, are at least one episode. They're apparently tied up with the new Star Wars series, The Skeleton Crew. It's the one that's starring Jude Law, and it's going to be like a big cast of kids, apparently oh uh, people calling it Goonies in Space oh sure. yeah uh so that's uh that's gonna be pretty cool and I think it's the one John Watts uh wrote it was involved with and uh it's gonna be John Favreau and Dave Filoni like the usual suspects so I am very excited for that now uh, yeah I guess they, that makes me think yeah. they're really going for something different
0: yeah well be fun. experimentation
1: and ain't mm-hmm. that bad but, uh, and then finally, this is very fresh news, uh, Damien Lindelof and Justin Britt Gibson are out as Star Wars screenwriters. Uh, they were, it, it was never officially announced that Damien Lindelof was making a Star Wars movie, it was leaked. Mm. Um, but this was like confirmation that he was in fact working on one and he, he has walked away. Uh, you know, we don't need to get into the, a very interesting article to read actually, his statement on like why he walked away from it is, I don't know, it, it seemed pretty genuine. Of it life, seemed
0: you know, I, it it was along the lines of if you love something enough, set it free. <laughs> it's kind yeah. of
1: like the paraphrase. Yeah, if you're such a fan of something and you can't, and if your version of it can't be good, like don't make it. Yeah, kind of just thing. be so, yeah, yeah. enjoy it as a
0: fan kind of thing. We
1: said, yeah, uh, sometimes you don't need to cook it. Instead of cooking, just be someone who's eating. Yeah, and I was like, that's a, That's a pretty cool quote.
0: I think uh, yeah. uh, what actually happened is. Disney was do eventually it. like, no, Disney was like, you know, you're going to have to like give it an ending. And he was like, that's not what I do. <laughs> he was yeah, like, I don't do endings. Yeah, I don't. want the audience to be frustrated when they get up. Yeah, I've,
1: I've watched a, a real lack of his content when I think about it. Like I didn't mm. watch Lost. You know, I didn't see all of the leftovers. Oh my God. Um, you're missing. I never watched the HBO show, the Watchmen HBO show he made. Oh my god! I know, yeah. Grant! So like, he's always been like this character in our lives and you know, he's like, right, you know what? Okay, I watched the Star Trek movies. He, was, he wrote those, didn't he? I have no idea. Did he? Yeah, I, th- I believe he did. I don't know. Yeah, I J. did. J. J. Wrote oh, okay.
0: So really? Yeah, I think That's so. That's huge. Like, um, correct me if I'm wrong next week. Yeah, we'll, we'll but look into yeah. it. But, 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 yeah, so. but I would just say, dude, the Watchmen is definitely worth your time. Um, i did
1: watch the pilot it didn't grip it didn't grip me i'll
0: give you um, that i'll Jack. give you that but it it's um it's one of those show its climax is worth the build yeah and, yeah and it's hbo man like they they, they did it right hmm. I, and uh, i would really really strongly recommend the leftovers
1: if we ever get some free time with uh, anime and you know new HBO sh- new HBO shows. Maybe I'll have time to go back and watch an old. I was gonna movie. say, dude. At
0: this rate, you and I are not gonna be caught up.
1: Also, I don't. just want to take a quick second. I want to give a shout out. Uh, Lance Reddick passed away this uh, this weekend. Yeah, uh, was super. But he has been a major uh, actor. Like viewing, like I've I've watched almost all of this. Stuff. He's one of my all time favorite actors. Really? Uh, yeah. He like he was in. Um, you know, I think what I, my favorite show of all time, The Wire. Oh, okay. I was going to say, yeah. He was a huge part of that. Like one of the, one of the best written characters, one of the best acted performances. Um, and there was a show I really, really like called Fringe, uh, that he was on. He was great in that too. And you know, just like, you know, I watched that like garbage crime TV show, Bosch on Amazon there. He was, Mm. he was good in that too. I don't know. He's, he's always been around in my adult life and I've loved all this stuff and it was, it was kind of a huge bummer to see it pass this week. Yeah.
0: R.I.P. He was uh, beautifully sublime in uh, John Wick.
1: Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's great. that was a uh, you know the most. He was all over the place. Thing. He did
1: he did voice like he was so heavily involved in like the gaming community. Like he did tons of voices for yeah. stuff. And yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was nice to see all like the Destiny players like getting together doing a Memorial for him this weekend. It was just you know nice to see, like the gaming community. The community nice come together everybody. a little bit. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: So, but... Um. Well, that's a downer and this next uh, yeah. this next yeah. show won't help. Let's talk about My Hero Academia season six, episode twenty three. I legit thought this was the finale.
1: And oh. I, was, I was like, Oh that's a weird way to end it. Yeah, that would have been a weird way to end it. <laughs> the finale's like, next week. Yeah, it is next week. But uh, I Matt dude
0: was wrong. I have very little to say about this. <laughs> um yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I, I agree with you. It was a good episode though. I, nope. I really Go ahead. Well, you know Bruh. it was fun. Like we, I feel like we've been talking a lot lately about, you know, earning a moment, sure, in a show, like for something to feel genuine, and I did feel like that moment, you know, when you know rock could get up there and you know the, the whole thing of like, the one step closer, just that one step, and who's going to get everyone to take that one step? Yeah, right. fine. It, like it was again. It's not like mind blowing, <laughs> of an episode, but. I do feel like the heartstring moments that they were pulling again, all felt earned. And, you know, like I said, the, you know, I have such a rocky relationship with this show. It was, I don't know. It, it was good to see. And everyone was emotional and you know, I'm sure we're going to get to yeah. hopefully like a little more closure next episode. Yeah. Like, what they've been working at all. Stain. Days. Stain. They gave yeah, us the stain preview again at the end. Yeah, that was nice. But, um, you know, I don't know. It was, it was a good episode. Like I said, there's not much to talk about, but, uh,
0: yeah I, I okay so my quick take because we didn't get to talk about some of this because of our, our timing mm. but i think the tldr for me and we'll talk more about the whole season about all these seasons recaps uh and like our final thoughts on a lot of shows ending next week we'll talk about it next week but just quickly um i really enjoyed a lot of season six yeah uh the ending to this arc like kind of got on my nerves like the deku versus class a stuff i was like this is stupid um, so, like, this, and then, like, him, it, like, a whole episode on whether he's allowed back or not, I was like, guys, we know he's gonna go back, can we just move forward? Like, I was a yeah. little bit, I was low-key irritated, but, man, altogether, season six has been fun as shit. Yep. Fun as shit. Um, so, yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'm a little, I think, so far, like, I'm a little, not bitter, but, like, they, they they brought us overhaul, overhaul back for, like, a hot second. And I was yeah. like, that would be really... Obviously, we're going to get, like, a good moment with Stain. Um, yeah. Well, again, okay, we don't know. But, like, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the overhaul stuff, I feel like would have been nice to dive into that a little more. Like, I know we had... This, it it kind of was just, like, a came-and-go moment. You know, he's like, oh, like, I never got to say sorry, or I want to say sorry to, you know, my father and all that. It's like, oh, okay, like I get that. Like, that's wrapping your arc up, and we'll yeah. see you again. Yeah. Um, but that was that was a bummer. I, I was really expecting more for, or I was sorry, I was hoping more for, for an overhaul moment, but uh was a fun Stain character. stuff will be will be very
0: nice. Yeah, I think Stain has the potential to really mix things up. Um it's I feel like arcs like this are very tricky because you're tempted to like play the hits. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, oh look, we got a prison full of bad guys that everyone knows already. Like <clears> let's Yeah do them all again. it's like, I, I don't know if you want to do that in a show that's already long in the tooth, but like stain we, you've brought him up so many times over the years mm. um, on this podcast. Like he was such a fun character. And if there's a, if there's a time to throw a monkey wrench into things like with a complex gray, violent character, it would be now uh, in this weird time that everything's happening in. Cause you have no idea who he sides with. Right. Yeah. Like he's just, he's a wild card. And I love that.
1: I do think,
0: hmm.
1: Again, okay, it, it sounds obvious, but I think there's two routes they go with this. It's either a they one off this and it's fluffed like the biggest fluff we've seen. You know, like it's the moment like he's obviously not going to kill all Might. There's going to be this moment of like, look at you now. You know, like maybe I was maybe I see what you were trying to do. You know, there's going to be some like yeah moment like that. Or they really set up him being like a big part of the following season right yeah i mean you know, this is just like a tee off of like you know you aren't my goal anymore because you are who you are now like you know maybe he is like seeking out deku outside of you know all for one so i don't i i think that is very unlikely i think this is just gonna be like a one fluff but i hope
0: not i think
1: i but you, yeah,
0: you yeah. but you're probably right
1: like I, I don't know I i look forward to finding out if they can really sustain the moment In the finale, between the two of them, and like what they have to say, because that's the thing. Like, I miss All Might so bad. Yeah. Like any moment he, any time he's popped up in these past few episodes, and him just having inner monologue, it's just like, or you know, dialogue. It's like, fuck, this dude was the shit. Yeah, like I loved him, and he always had such, such potent things to say, you know. And uh, I don't know. I think Stain also had a lot of very important and impactful things to say. So having them having a one to one I think could be some really, really good stuff. It could it could honestly could be like all time finale for the show. Because when you think about it, their finale's have been pretty lame. Like they're very like uneventful. It's usually lore bombs, but like it's not action. It's not this and that. It's not ultra heightened. It's usually kind of you know kind of relaxing after the, the you know, it's like the calm after the Yeah, story. it's like the cleanup. Yeah, so I think this could be a chance for like a really big like finale, right? You know, yeah, that would really be fun. thinking for the next one. So. I don't
0: know. Yeah, well put. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes. Uh, speaking of finales, uh, so near Automata, I'm caught up. I'm up to episode 8, which I think is as far as they are.
1: Uh, I think 9 is coming out. I think okay. 9 will be uh, the new last one for a bit.
0: Okay, so... So, yeah, you got the latest on this. I, I, we don't really need to talk about Episode 8. I'm just curious, what's the latest? Episode 9 is going to come out, but then there's more hiatus?
1: They're saying it is, again, like, no date given for, for the following episodes, yeah.
0: Have you, like, I... So, <clears throat> Sorry, go yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I was looking, because that was the thing. Like, when it was first delayed, there was all those leaks and rumors that it was not COVID-related. It was production scheduling and it was behind the scenes drama right okay and then the studio was like flat out of like no no no. it's like it's covid it's covid it's covid and they're now again saying again there's been no real leaks attached to it this time but again the studio has been very quick to say like it's covid it's covid and like i don't know it's sure. it just there seemed to be a lot of like again I, you know i'm not like an internet sleuth but like and i don't know how vetted everything was but it seemed to be like pretty legit that like it was like very poor timing hmm. the other thing too that i did see and i do think this might be where it lies mostly is the um, because of the first hiatus it screwed up the time slots on live tv in japan oh okay. and they are apparently it's something like they might have, be, have lost their spots so if essentially they have to be like lined up with new time time blocks for the for the correct episodes right yeah. i think it has to it has to air on TV first before the syndicate or the yeah. uh, simulcast can come our way so i think it's more it, it might be covid it might be production issues but i think the general consensus now is it might be like the like uh, the TV channels or, right. or like you know, like what to actually call it like the production companies not the production companies but like the actual broad or the broad broadcasters, the broadcasters yeah. yeah I think it's a broadcasting issue. Uh, overseas so okay c- could be that but like i said the studio is also very quick to come out and say COVID. <laughs> so i yeah. don't know could be contract stuff and they're not allowed to say what it is so covid is like the the go-to but either way
0: some kind of logistical issue is causing yet again more delays which is irritating yeah. because this is definitely hurting the show because mm. it gains momentum right and then it loses yeah. it um for the record i am digging it
1: you are right
0: yeah i have a feeling you're not <laughs>
1: Well, no, like, I I, I think the last one I watched was uh, five. Um, oh, five, I, okay, like, you're way behind. Yeah, no, 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 I'm, I'm very much behind. Like, I, it's not a matter of, like, not being into it right now, I'm just, I'm not caught up.
0: Um, well, yeah, you, no, but you've been sick, and you've had a ton
1: going on, like, we're both oh, behind dude. on Revenger as well, right? Yeah, that one, that one kind of hurt, but that's also one, too, like, it's it's uh it's not popcorn enough that i can kind of just turn my brain off and watch it yeah it, like, you, there's just enough like investment and it, it was really You're totally right about that <laughs> yeah it's it's not it, it's what it's stuck in the middle of between of garbage anime and uh a little yeah bit of high stuff. Is. i don't know I, I i i really like it it like i said i'm bummed I'm, I'm out on it but i have time to catch up
0: i i'm convinced i've got to uh i've got to play this video game i'm gonna wait for the anime to be done yeah, uh, but they took it off a of game pass, which I was irritated about. So I was like, "I'm not. I don't want to pay for it." <laughs> but um,
1: it is very often on sale. Oh, really?
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I'm really enjoying the anime. I just I'd like them to get it together so we can watch the uh, the finale all sunk up and that. But yeah, um, you feel like doing the Q and A? Yeah, dude. The people sent in their questions. don't know. And we're like one anime short today, so we're yeah. going to take two questions, um, because we were flooded with them anyway. We usually do only do one, but we're going to answer two. We got time. We got time. First up, from the homie Travis, what's yeah. the formula to successfully adapting an anime to live action, if there is one? Hmm. <sighs> well, um... Just watch the Death Note movie. Everything you need to do is there. It's perfect. No, I'm kidding. Um, you can answer. Seriously, um, I'll, I'll chime in, too. But.
1: Well, it's it, like I said, there er, there's not a lot to really point to, right? In terms um, of great
0: adaptations, yeah. Yeah.
1: But, like, I think at the end of the day, spirit and tone need to override it all. Um, yeah. I think if you miss the messaging... No matter how much you try to visually make it look one way or act a way. And I think, you know, it's, I don't know, like, again, the last was, you know, recent is kind of like the biggest thing. You know, it's not quite, not anime, obviously, but like.
0: But it's a successful adaptation from one medium to another, which there tend to be issues with.
1: 100%. So I think. I think getting the tone is correct. And, like, you know, like, nothing has to be one-to-one. That doesn't always... One-to-one doesn't necessarily mean something. Yeah. Again, because one type of story or, you know, visual storytelling might work better in one medium than it was the other. So, it might be at a disadvantage. So, like, you know, there, there is things you can do. But I think, you know, making it feel... Like, it should be. Yeah, I think yeah. it's, it's, it's the biggest thing. But, um, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Like, did, you, did you ever watch Alita Battle Angel? That was the Robert. Yeah, O'Connor. yeah. I really dug that. Like, you know, people, you know, people, it was, I think it was pretty well reviewed. But, like, you watch that movie, you're like, this is an anime. Like. That yeah,
0: was the insane. movie that, I think, Christoph Waltz was in that, eh?
1: He was great in that, yeah. Yeah, I remember I that. I love that. That was, a, that was a really cool movie. And, like, you know, the, did you ever watch Speed Racer back in the day? No. Like, that was a good movie. And hmm. it, it got, I think it was a victim of some box office. Like, it wasn't marketed well or whatever, but like you, that was a, legitimately a very good movie. Um, Which, again, adapted from an anime. So.
0: Yeah, I think my part on this is, um, I think before I would have naively said, just make it a one-to-one adaptation, don't change mm-hmm. anything. Um, I think obviously now people know you can't do that, it just doesn't work, right? Mm-hmm. For obvious reasons that we don't really have to... Get into right things become too complicated, detailed. It's, the mediums are too different for it to be one to one. So don't do one to one. But what I would also say is like it. W- what seems to be unpopular is taking beloved IP that exists in one medium and saying we are just going to do a reimagining of it. Like I mm-hmm. just I can't give one example where people are happy. Sure. Um, and yes. I'll, I will admit that often the people that are most unhappy are obviously fans of the original, right? The original IP. Mm. And like it's like, oh, you know, Death Note anime viewers are angry about the movie. But it's like, okay, that's fair. But more importantly, most people didn't like the movie anyway, right? Yeah. It's not just pissing off people that like come from the uh, the original source material. It's about like, if you're going to do a take on the source material and you say, oh, we want to explore it differently in this medium... Mm. It has to be as good or better. And I can't think of anything that's as good or better. Mm. Like the the party line that comes from the people at The Witcher every time is that we're exploring our own thing. We're doing we're not beholden to the books. We love the books. We care deeply about the source material. But they're out here pissing everybody off. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, 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 and like you go, Oh, well, you know, you fix that. You do one-to-one. It's like, no, it's again, I'm
1: not saying one-to-one, but like closer to source than far. But that's, I think, I think the problem with the Witcher is yes, it is not one-to-one. And I agree. That's not necessarily the problem. It just, it feels like they are missing some of the tone. Yeah. You know, some of it's there. Okay. Yes. But it's not like, it's like a half measure of, of the spirit of what it's, you know, of adapting.
0: Now, here's my second point, and I think this is the crucial one. Sure. And I think Last of Us has paved the way. And I know it's not going to work for everybody, but here's my second point.
1: Mm.
0: You got to bring, if they are living, you have to bring along uh, someone who owns some of the IP. It doesn't have to be the founder or the original creator, but it has to be someone very close to the project Mm. that is very aware of why it's beloved in the first place right neil Druckmann, last of us all of that makes sense i'm not saying that's going to be possible like i'm not like i don't think all animes should be adapted to begin with and many are going to be adapted that shouldn't be and even then the likelihood of like getting the ones that should be adapted that also have like creators interested to be a part of something live action it's like there's like a penetration rate in the funnel that we're missing every time right and Mm -hmm. it's like one in one hundred have this possibility. Now it's one in a thousand. Now it's you know what I mean. Like it's just a lot of things have to line up for this to happen properly. But I do think like if you can accomplish some of those things, you're probably going to come out ahead. Mm-hmm. Does that no, make sense?
1: 100%. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny you were goofing on Death Note earlier, but like I was reading not too long ago, the creator of Death Note like really enjoyed that Netflix movie. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. He's like like again, but same. He did the same thing. He was like, yeah, yeah. Like they they got what I was trying to say, and like, you know they did some things differently and. You know, there was, I think there was some plot stuff specifically he thought was like, oh, that's kind of cool Yeah, uh, that they, they played around with. But, um, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to Netflix's second swing at Death Note. Yeah, um, man. We, that, who's again, doing that again? The, uh... It's big names. Ah, uh, the Netflix dudes. The, I'm blanking yes. on their names. Uh, or sorry, Netflix. Stranger Things guys.
0: Oh, the, yeah. Uh, the, I mean, those are big, Yeah, big hitters. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it is a
1: big one. And they seem to be very, like, very excited that they're doing it, um... Which came off, like I remember when the announcement was made. Um, I think it was like a video announcement. <clears throat> they were like jacked <laughs> to be doing it. Hell yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, second question. We'll end on this. Um, any great quotes or catchphrases from any uh, anime uh, from Liana? Great Ooh. question as well. Shut not out. I will say, I don't carry these around in my pocket. Like I did, I had a couple shows in mind. And I was like, "Oh, I know that. Like, the, the a lot of shows have had these poignant, beautiful moments, but I did have to like look them up. Like, there's just no fucking way. The only one yeah. I could remember offhand was Sasageo, give your hearts, sure. because we just watched the special, and that has like a very deep, layered meaning in that in Attack on Titan. Um, but that's the only I, one I had
1: offhand. The one that I had offhand, I, I only have the one um, right now, but I think it's just been in my mind a lot. It, it was the quote we talked about it on on the AOT pod, the special." Um, you know, the, just to, to discuss the fact. There's no need to have a discussion. I don't know. That was just been ringing in my head ever since I saw that episode. Nice. Was very, very potent line delivery on top of it all. Um, especially in that moment of, like, them desperately just trying God, to... God, Aaron's
0: to Aaron's voice actor has won, like,
1: best voice actor oh, of, like, two or three yeah. years in a row. He really control. brings it down to register. And he wants to, like, you know, make a point.
0: He's so but, good, dude. Yeah. yeah um, but, uh, I,
1: there's one... I was thinking... There's a couple moments in Sunny Boy... Um, Ooh, I have to, one from Sunny Boy. It was trying to track down the episode that it ha- That's the thing too; it, it blends together very well, and I couldn't recall the quote that I was like trying to reacquire. I couldn't f- figure out which episode it was in, and I was like, "Ah, I'm sure we'll oh. have one, so we'll go on." That. Well done. Well, yeah,
0: I have one, and I, I think it's on our Instagram. Uh, I don't know; I'll have to I'll have to check. But the Sunny Boy one I have is from Nagara, and. He asks, he asks Nozomi, he says, is being abandoned by someone any reason for abandoning someone else?
1: Mm.
0: Which I thought was great. Um, I've got one from Neon Genesis, Evangelion. Man, dude. (laughs) Get get the robot. (laughs) Yeah, that was good. I'm sorry. Hopefully I didn't laugh right into the mic there. Get the robot. Um... It's from Yuki, or Yui, Ikiri, uh, Shinji's mom. Yeah. Anywhere can be a paradise as long as you have the will to live. Oh. Not bad, eh? And, oh, God, sneaky amount of them in Full Metal Alchemist. This is my last one.
1: That was the other one, too, I'm sure. Gold mine. Yeah.
0: I I thought about reading the whole last monologue that Ed has, (laughs) where he goes, A heart made full metal. And I was like, I'm not going to do that to Graham. Um... (laughs) It's a Hawkeye one. She's got a bunch. They all have a ton, dude. Yeah. Um. Does. The heroes during times of war are nothing but mass murderers during times of peace. Wow. It, talking about her time in uh, Ishval and all that, like, you for, when you read these quotes out of context, just out of a document, and you're not watching a, a fucking cartoon. Sometimes, mm-hmm. right? You forget how deep it goes. Yeah. Um. I don't oh, know. We What's just a,
1: rewatched that. I'm like re itching to watch that i know right? metal.
0: so good um okay uh check out our instagram at part-time otaku podcast we post a lot of cool like aesthetic frames from anime and also like some with uh, quotes often and because i'm super into that stuff um we'll be back next week and stay tuned we might do a little movie review a little weathering yeah. with you
1: so Yeah, because uh, Suzumi's uh, Locking Up comes out uh, in Canada uh, April 14th, and we'd really, really like it. And I know it's not like a direct sequel, but they're all kind of spiritually related, you know, your yeah. name, Weathering With You. Um, I, I feel like we really need to get uh, Weathering With You in the can Yeah, we see that. So, and I, I can't imagine it'll be here for long, so um, yeah, I would really, really like to see that in theaters.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. So um, stay tuned. We've got some shows uh, ending next week. Come back for like, all of the finales, because there's going to be quite a few on the next week's show, which will be here, you know, Wednesday. Um, Thanks for listening, Grant. I think that's about it. Is that it? That is all, yeah. Okay, you may say the thing. Bye, guys. Cheers.